Welcome to the Film 7 Podcast, the show that keeps you updated with the latest TV and movie news. My name is Andy, and as usual, I've got here with me, Jake. How's it going, Andy? Hello, everybody. Glad to be here. Yep, yep. So, um, we'll start off with a bit of housekeeping. Um, we're going to put a bit of format to the show. So, this show, um, to our listeners, if you've been listening to us for a while, you know we've just had a running take. But what we're going to do this time around from now on is we're going to break the show into different portions. So we're going to talk firstly um, news, general things that have happened over the past week in the movie industry, movie or TV industry. Then we will review um, a film, um, what we watched last week. We will talk about it, what we liked, what we didn't like, possibly give it a score. Or a TV show as well. Or a TV show. Good, good. Thanks for that. Then finally, we will talk about what we're going to see next and give throw out some pointers as to if you're looking for what to watch on TV or in the cinema. Um, some recommendations. Some recommendations, yeah. Then yeah. we'll do that lastly. Yeah. So I also just want to uh, apologize to our listeners uh, that we missed out last week uh, just due, due to scheduling conflicts, but yep. we're back and I'm excited to be back. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. So, we're going to head into our first topic, which is the movie and TV news. So, TV news, Jake, what have we got? So, first thing on our list is the new Shazam TV spot. Mm. And it features new superpowers. It features much more of what the upcoming DC film is going to look like. So, mm. what did you think of the little TV spot? I liked it. it. It was fun. Um, it, it just was fun. Obviously, we, we don't know much about the story, but for movies like this, it doesn't matter. We know what's going to happen. A bad guy is going to come and the good guy is going to win. It's just what happens in between. But from what I'm seeing, it, it's looking like a film I will just enjoy and have a lot of laughs, which is what this movie is meant to be. And I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm yeah, happy. because so, I mean, you're a huge captain marvel guy or yeah. I, I should say shazam he is actually the original captain marvel yeah um you as a huge fan of this character what's it like for you to see this character on the big screen at last well, i haven't well it's exciting but what i don't want them to do is um i'm a bit half of me you know what happens is when you are so invested in a character from growing up and you hear the movie the first thing that comes is oh my god do not spoil my childhood you mm -hmm. know and you know that's the first thing so i've gone beyond that stage and right now i'm like whatever i'm happy it's coming out you know it's going to bring a lot of memories with you know with the easter eggs and everything but i'm i'm just happy it's coming out i'm just happy mm -hmm. i liked shazam i wish we could have seen black adam but i'm hearing it's going to be in the next one i i would imagine if, if this movie does well and they do do a sequel i would imagine black adam yeah I really that would be the next one, yeah. Yeah, because because we got Mark Strong as the villain playing mm. uh, Doctor Savannah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's okay. I mean, the, for anybody who's listened to, who's watched, who's read Shazam, the first thing you'll always ask ask is, who's Black Adam? Because those are that's the ying, that's the light and the dark, and they have equal and superpowers. So yeah, but I'm happy about this. Um, I like him. What I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. Cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean. I really like the look of it. Um, I'm a huge DC fan, as you know. I've always been more of a fan of the DC characters themselves than the Marvel ones. Uh, 
But Shazam is one of those that I sort of missed out when I was mm. growing up. Mm. Uh, I was aware of him. I knew he, you know, he was in various aspects and stories of the Justice League. So yeah. that's how I knew of him. But I never really read of his own stuff. However, saying that, this looks like such a fun movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm really looking forward to the comedy aspect of this movie. Yeah. I think it's going to be a breath of fresh air to the DC universe, one that we haven't really had yet. Mm -hmm. So we've had a couple of laughs with Aquaman and stuff like that, but yeah. not nowhere near to this extent. And obviously, mm -hmm. as we know, the previous movies were quite dark and, and uh, you know, quite depressing at times. Yeah. There was not much humor in them. So yeah, this looks like it's a a new step for DC mm. films mm. Uh, that they can have, you know, the dark and serious tones and also these light comedic tones with these yep. characters. And I, I'm just, I'm going in there very much like you said, I, I sort of know what to expect yep. story-wise of this film. Mm. It's just what happens in the middle. But I, I just want to go in there and, ha and have a good time. Yeah. Do you know, that's the main aspect. I just want to, I want to laugh and walk out of that theater going, man, I well, it was such a good movie and I had such fun with it. Mm. You know, the thing about um, Shazam is... It could have worked as a dark movie as well. If you read some of the comics, they oh, yeah, are dark yeah, as well. Yeah, so you, you could you have do it. they could have done the dark side of it, but they decided to go with more lighter. Yeah, I, th I think that's what you hold on to, Shazam, because he is known as the big red cheese. You know, he is a light-hearted character most of the time. Yep. And you go to the core of who he is. That you know, he is almost a parallel to Superman in that sense. Mm. Uh, and the fact that he is in this film he has got he's got the human godlike body mm. but his head is still, still a 10 year old yeah. or, or however young the kid is so that's that brings a new element yeah. to superheroes i don't think we've quite seen to go it's very much like 13 going on 30 yeah do you know what i mean yeah. that is it's that that sort of vibe so i'm um, yeah i'm really looking forward to it yeah it's good probably dc's answer to deadpool you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. In in a way, yeah. Obviously, nowhere near as violent. Yeah. With with the bad language and stuff. But yeah. The quips, the jokes, and all of that. Yeah. Cool. So what we got next? Um, American Gods, um, season two trailer, has come out. Um, I, American Gods is one of my favorite shows. I really loved it. I loved the whole. I I I just loved the story of American Gods and. I'm pretty excited that, you know, it's coming out very soon. And I love the trailer. You know, they're setting things up. I do hope we'll get to see the battle begin, you know, but um, that's also something that's come up this week and pretty excited for that. Did you see it? Yeah, I mean, I pretty much echo your thoughts. I was a huge fan of season one. Uh, I'm not familiar with the original source material. I yeah. haven't read the, the book by Neil Gaiman. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I will read it at some point. Yeah because this season, uh, the series has hooked me in so much just from one season. Uh, it is a show that you do have to have patience with. Yes. Uh, it is not for everybody. Yes. I would say give it a shot because if it does you know, hook you in the first couple of episodes, you're in and you're into this extremely detailed world. Mm. You know, and you know, the premise of the show is quite simple. It's they were old gods and now these new gods of technology are coming in and to take over sort of mm -hmm. thing. That's the basic premise, mm -hmm. but it goes so deep into, you know, psychology and the actual powers of these gods and how they live among us. Mm -hmm. uh, and American Gods season two, the trailer, it revealed, it, it sort of showed us we're either going to get this huge battle at the end, yeah. or these are sort of flashbacks of previous battles they've had. Either way, I'm happy for, because if you go to the flashback territory, which I think I'm leaning more on towards, because mm. you saw like the Irish God, yep. he had like the battle scars and war paint. Yep. 
that looks really cool that he was going into battle and fighting these things. That's probably going to be more of a flashback, but I'm happy to learn more about the history of these American gods per se. Yeah, yeah. I like. I li it's just. It's. Just, I like clever stories. You know. Yeah. Just and Ian McShane. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh man, he's just. Oh, he's really good, and um, I'm just looking forward to this. It's going to be really good. But like we've said a couple of times on the show, um, American Gods, it takes patience. You know, you can watch a whole episode and really get. Uh, an episode is like an hour, and you only get like five minutes of story. And the remaining 55 minutes is just exposition of opera exposition. It's not really much meat, but it's a well-crafted It's story. beautiful to watch. It's, uh, yeah, and that's one thing. It's a very beautiful film. Well it's, not, it's not a series that you can just put on in the background yeah. while you're doing it. You have to really pay attention mm. to what's going on. Because mm -hmm. I think, cause, like you said, there's only little moments of the actual story. But I think everything you see is important to what yep. we're going to be leading to. Yep. But the actual meat of the story, I think you, because it's not like it's a singular block, it spits out here and there. Mm. You have to pay attention for those little moments yeah. because yep. they're going to mean something in uh, the end. Yeah, and you're right. Everything means something. Even the colors they, just, they use. Yeah, the, down, yeah. the, colors the color grading use, on the yeah, show the is, in, is, is insane. Yeah, like it's it, really it's good. It's just a beautiful... Like I, I would watch it on mute. Mm. And that'd be fine. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, With just the music in yeah. the background. That'd be cool. Yeah. So if you if you um if you want something to watch, you know you're gonna you know you're gonna sit down in bed all day, and just watch something that, you know, is serious and beautiful, but it's gonna be a bit stretched to watch. I recommend um, American Gods. It's on Amazon Prime right now. I'm not sure if you can get it anywhere else, but it's season one is all on Amazon Prime. Good to watch before the next one. Cool. So the next section is, oh, I'm really excited about this one. So Amazon Prime finally released the first trailer for The Boys. Mm. Now, do you know anything about The Boys? I have never heard of The Boys. You've never heard of The never. Boys? Right. Never. So I've got the synopsis of the show here. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to read it out to you and to all our listeners out mm -hmm. there who I can imagine won't know who much knowledge of The Boys and who they are. Mm -hmm. But here we go. In a world where superheroes embrace the darker side of their massive celebrity and fame, The Boys centers on a group of vigilantes known informally as The Boys, who set out to take down corporate superheroes with no more than their blue-collar grit and willingness to fight dirty. The Boys is a fun and irreverent take on what happens when superheroes, who are as popular as celebrities, as influential as politicians, and revered as gods, abuse their superpowers rather than use them for good. It's the powerless against the superpowerful as the boys embark on a heroic quest to expose the truth about the Seven and Vought, the multi-billion dollar conglomerate that manages these superheroes. This is so good. I'm this is this. effectively the synopsis of the comic book series which I've read. Yeah. And when they finally announced that they were making the boys, mm. uh, I went nuts because I thought... Because it's the same people, so it's produced by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, mm -hmm. who, if people are fans of the show Preacher, will yep. know who they are. Yeah, Seth Rogen, everyone knows yeah. them. Yeah. Um, now, Preacher was another one when they announced. I was like, whoa, that, that was another one of my favorite comic book series. And I was like, how are they going to make this into TV? I, could, I, I couldn't understand how that would happen. But they did, and it's great. So when they, they announced that they're also going to do The Boys, another of their comic books that they read when they were in college and stuff like that. I'm just all for it. 
no, I like, love it, I love this synopsis. This yeah. is so I like it. it it's su- it's such a great story and it's a uh, dirty take yeah. on superheroes. It's violence, the action like uh, as we saw from the trailer. The action looks crazy mm. and completely out there. Mm. Uh, very much like preacher in that yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, but the character I'm really looking forward to the characters cuz these the boys they've they're so distinguishable when you finally meet them. Mm. And you really fall in love with them, even though they're sort of, they're almost anti-heroes in mm, a way. Because mm. so they have to fight these heroes. But so who are you rooting for? And this and, the, and they do, they do things that you do question sometimes. Like, am I rooting for these guys? But they're so charismatic, especially mm. Carl Urban's character. That, yeah, yeah uh, it, it's, it, it's going to be sick. I, I, I'm really looking forward to this. I think um, I, I think I've mentioned this before on the show that um, s- superhero movies are at, wh- by the time um, by the time Infinity War, um, Endgame comes in mm-hmm. and Endgame you know closes w- w- out closes yeah. out. I think studios are beginning to now give us a different genre of the of the superhero genre, yes. a subgenre of the superhero genre, which is now the the opposite side you know we're now having that one the, um what's her, uh, what's her, f- her film maggie's film um some birds and the birds um oh birds of prey yeah birds yeah. of prey yeah yeah, yeah. So, so we're having an, a different take on these superheroes which is kind of interesting so we're now gonna start having we might i mean the joker movie is coming out mm-hmm. so we're now gonna have movies about the villains because for the past 10, 15 years, all the stories have been about the superheroes and everything. So we're now seeing it from the villain's point of view. And kind of that's pretty neat. I, mm. I always like, like I said, I like it when you tell a story in a different way. So really looking yeah. forward to this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like they are exploring more of the villain characters. But I like I've, I've been saying this for, uh, for years since I started reading comics. Like comics are not just kiddie books. They mm. do have real, they, I would hold them up in some of, the best finest modern literature mm. because stories like the boys and preacher that's pulled out from comic books yeah. movies such as kingsman yeah. and kick-ass that's pulled out from comic books and there's plenty of other stuff there that that's su- such good storytelling storytelling do you know what i mean it just so happens to have beautiful artwork with it mm-hmm. and i've always said if you get the best writer in the world and the best artist in the world and put them in the room together what do you get you get a comic book mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Basically, that's yeah, that's what you get. That's what you get. Mm-hmm. And even if they never worked on a comic book, so that person writes the story, that person draws Visual the art to it. that yeah. story. Mm-hmm. That's they, it. They, they, that's yeah. So that's what I mean. It's, And I think this, this movie studios, and especially TV studios, I think they're fully understanding now. No, there's, there's loads of great stories mm. beyond the big two, such as Marvel and DC with those superheroes. Mm-hmm. There's so much other stuff On out the s- there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and stuff like The Boys and, you know, the Umbrella Academy that's mm-hmm. coming out. Yeah. yeah. Preacher, Legion, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That, that's the stuff that I'm mo- most interested in going yeah. forward with the superhero genre. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to be scared that the genre was going to hit a peak and start to decline. But I don't think that's going to happen because they are now going to take it to another level and give us different types of superhero movies. That's how you stop it from going out of fashion. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. By trying new things. Yeah. And Marvel have done that, to be fair. You look at the, the run of Marvel movies. Mm. Uh, so obviously the first few were the origin stories. But mm-hmm. then after that, each movie was like a different film, a different style of film. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Captain America Civil War is more like a political thriller. 
Uh, Ant-Man was a heist film. Guardians of the Galaxy was a space opera. Uh, you've got to try new stuff mm. to keep the audience, mm. you know, engaged. engaged and keep watching your stuff. Yeah. Or else, the like you said, there will be a superhero fatigue. Yeah. Some people say there already is a superhero t- fatigue. I don't believe so. I think no. it's th- the highest it's ever been right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, had it been the Marvel movies weren't good, then we'd say there was a fatigue. Yeah. But yeah. because the Marvel movies are so good, uh, you know, and they're just... The whole thing ties together. You can't watch a Marvel movie f- in itself. You have to watch it in the yeah. context of yeah, the yeah. entire thing. So, yeah. But um, you know how many times I've seen um, just this month alone, I've seen Infinity Wars like twice. Oh, it's such a good movie. It's though. such a good it's movie, like and it never I could watch that movie over and over. Yeah, it's such a good. I think it's, uh, you know, it's up there, one of my best superhero movies. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You know, and all that. But we'll come to it when towards the time. Um, but for this, um, um, the boys trailer, it's going to be on Amazon prime. Yeah. The trailer is out on YouTube. Yeah. So just, um, go, um, YouTube, um, the boys, you know, it's, just it's check it out. Let us know what you think. Yeah. I'm liking it. Yeah. Ha- yeah. Uh, this is, I would say this is one of my most anticipated TV shows of this year. Mm, okay. I'm really looking forward to the yeah, boys. Yeah, I like it. And it has good production value. So it, yeah, it, it's it looks not great. Yeah, it, it looks, looks great. great. It's not these, it's not like it doesn't spot. look cheap. Yeah, it doesn't look cheap. So I'm happy. I'm always happy when that happens. Yeah, that's because that's one thing I did think about uh, Titans mm. when I first saw like the, the, the first couple of images and I thought, oh no, this kind of, the production design I don't think is was as good. Uh, but this, this looks great. That's what I mean. Like th- it looks like they've spent the money into it to make these characters pretty much look like they look in the comics mm. but in a new in a new spin yeah speaking of titans to me the the, the what really um the saw thumb in titans to me was the cgi the cgi was terrible yeah you know there's the tv budget like yeah there wasn't much budget oh, it was terrible so what's else in the, in the news um uh so as we stay on to superheroes we yep. go to uh aquaman 2 is officially in development I mean, everybody gonna saw this coming. Mm-hmm. It reached one billion dollars. It's you know it hit that mark. Of course, it's gonna have a sequel. But the interesting thing is that James Wan, he says, uh, he's not saying he's not going to return, but he's sort of waiting for the right script to mm. come to Aquaman two before he officially says, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Good, good, good. So I, like uh, th- I think that's interesting. Like, yeah. um, I, I mean, we can say that. I mean, we talked about this earlier, mm-hmm. that um, when it comes to like superhero films, it's almost like the first movie is kind of the easiest movie to make. Not that it, they're easy to make, do you, but it's like because you it's just a, an origin story. Mm. You have basic uh, patterns you follow mm-hmm. to get to get to a conclusion of an origin story. And, you know, and it's you have all this source material from yeah. the comics and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So you have that to pull from. The middle story, if you're doing a trilogy, I think is always the hardest mm. because where do you take these characters next yep. in a, an original take? Mm. So that's where the real skill. That's yeah, where that, yeah. we know if you're handling the franchise properly. Yeah, I mean we've seen movie. it plenty of times. How many times do sequels they just don't live up to the first one? <laughs> you know what I'm about to say. The yeah. Film I'm about to mention. <laughs> uh, but then there's been plenty of times where the sequel is yeah. even better than the yeah. first one so if it's done well I, yeah I, I mean i applaud james one i thought i thought he did a very good job with aquaman so the f- if he wants to wait for a really good script before he signs on fair play to him like yeah i mean that i mean you would expect that this is what everybody does i think i think this shows that he's not doing it for the money yeah but you know these days studios are doing it for the money the studios are doing it of course they yeah. are like and they'll probably offer him a lot of money 
because mm-hmm. he made them so much money well, on the yeah. first one. Uh, but the fact that he's outright said, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do it until I see a decent story. Well, you know, stu- I, I don't know about the studio um, DC, but, you know, some studios would just be like, okay, you're not going to do it. We'll just get another director to do it, you know. Yeah. That, ha- that can happen. That can happen, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. Uh, so, next topic is, it's a rather short topic, this one, but I just thought I'd put it in there because it's, yep. you know, it's Christopher Nolan, and mm. that is his next movie will hit theatres in July 2020. And that's all we know. That's all we know. There's no title. We don't know anything about the plot or the cast, uh, but the fact that it's a new Christopher Nolan movie, I mean, come on. I'm excited for it already. Yep. The fact we'll that see. he's doing a new movie. <laughs> we'll see. You know, it could end up being some film about... Something that happened in the 14th century, and you know, it could be <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. I mean, it's Christopher Nolan, yeah. so he hasn't let me down so yeah, far. Yeah, I, I agree, I do agree with you. He's a very good filmmaker, he's a very yeah, good guy. I mean, I would argue he's in definitely in the top three or top five filmmakers today. Yeah, he's there in the modern he's generation. A, yeah, he's in the tier one of, yeah. of, of films. So, I mean, yeah, not yeah. much to say there, but I'm just super looking forward to whatever he brings. Mm. Let's see. Uh, and then, so you could say this is almost our main topic. Uh, this topic is, we're going to briefly go over it, and this is the Oscar nominations of mm. 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, this is quite a fair big topic to go through, but the reason we're only going to breathe through it is because we're going to do an Oscar special yep. before the Oscars come out. Yep. Um, in that, we're going to try our very best to watch as many of these movies as possible. Uh, so we can sort of get an idea of where the Academy is, is going for this. Uh, but we'll briefly mention it here. Uh, Roma and The Favourite, they're pretty much yeah. leading the Oscars with 10 nominations each. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like I've seen Roma. I think it deserves all the praise. Yeah. Uh, what a fantastic film. And the fact that 10 nominations, Roma, that's a Netflix film. That's, oh. not, that's not Warner Brothers. That's not Disney. That's not Fox. This is a streaming service film. <laughs> I think this is huge because it sort of shows now that the streaming services can compete yeah. with the big movie studios. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as well as other things that did get nominated that are on streaming services mm-hmm. you know, for best like performances and things like that. Um, but a big one for me as well, and I'm sure it's a huge one for you, yeah. is Black Panther. Yep. Right, first of all, it gets seven nominations, which is huge enough in itself. Uh, but the big one that we're all talking about is Best Picture. Best Picture. Finally, a superhero movie has been voted in the Academy Oscars for Best, Best Picture. Picture yeah. So, on that note, what are your thoughts? I mean, so like obviously, like we said, we're going to have an Oscar special. So, I'm not, I don't want to say too much because I might repeat myself. But this is huge. Not just for... Um, not just for the superhero genre, you know, but for what Black Panther um, represents. represents. And if you look back, and I have to give kudos to Hollywood, I have to give kudos to the Academy. If you remember a couple of years ago, I think it was about three Oscars ago, about three Oscars ago when Jada Pinkett came out and was like, Oscar so white. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Oscars, they, they officially came out and said, yep, it's a problem, and we're going to address this. And I think they've stepped up to it. I really think that they've given more opportunities to female leads. You know, we, we spoke about, okay, we have, you know, 
things like Wonder Woman, and you notice now in movies, you know, female characters are having a better um, representation. Mm -hmm. They they also there there is now Hollywood is now they they no longer do the whitewashing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's no longer done, and there is now more opportunities for everybody in Hollywood in movies. You can have a one now you now. You're seeing a movie that is about an ethnic minority being ex being nominated for the best picture. Mm-hmm. That's progress. Three years ago, that would have been inconceivable. But ever you have, since you have a couple of movies actually been yep. nominated for best picture that are that focus on an ethnic minority. Yeah, the Black Klansman. It's Black just Black Panther and Roma. Yeah, Roma. You, so I, I I echo what you're saying is that the. The thing is, is that it was down to Hollywood yeah. that when when that came out a few Oscars ago about mm-hmm. the Oscars so white, mm-hmm. I was against that because I thought the Academy that the Academy was not at fault. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yes. The Academy, the way it works is that they have a selection of movies that will come out that year, and they have to judge it on what they think were the best movies. Yeah. Like it's not because they deliberately shunned movies with women or people of ethnic minority it's the fact that there weren't there were enough no movies, movies yeah, yeah. with the with those people in yeah, there yeah so the academy wasn't to blame here mm-hmm. the, the to blame is hollywood, hollywood. and yeah. the industry yeah yeah and like you said it's changed now mm-hmm. it's well it's, cha- it's, it's, it's changing. changing we're not changing, we're not yes. quite there yet mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's a positive direction mm-hmm. and i also think like this is nothing to be a being about social justice or anything like mm-hmm. that these movies deserve yes, yes. to get these nominations. Yes. It's got nothing to do about race mm-hmm. or being diverse. Mm-hmm. These movies deserve yeah. to be nominated for, for these movies, mm. okay? Uh, funnily enough, there's movies that involve white actors that I don't think deserve to be nominated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's got nothing to do about race. It's, it's just, just, it's just good movies. It's just good movies. Yeah, I, I, it's just, like you said, it, it wasn't patronizing. Black Panther was, and we'll talk more about this in the Oscar special. But Black Panther was just a good superhero movie. Period. That it had black people in it is good, but it wasn't the main thing. No. It was just a good superhero movie, and it wasn't just a movie. And that's it. They included him in the Marvel universe. Black Panther in the whole Marvel. You know, they universe. built the world yeah. of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, everything about that movie, everybody loved. Yeah. Do you know that? You know. That's why it deserves. I mean, it got seven nominations. You have to give also, like, so the big one is the best picture. Now, yep. personally, I don't think it will win the best picture. Mm-hmm. I think it's good enough that it got nominated. Yes. I think it's a stretch it's for it. I think it's a stretch for it to win. The fact that it's even in the conversation, it's, yeah, it's, it's good a enough. win in yeah, itself. It's, it's a win in know. itself. So, uh, would I like to see it win? Of course. I don't think it will, but we'll see. Doesn't matter. But I, I, in the other, you know, the technical departments, such as you know, the best costume design, I think that's a shoe in mm-hmm. best sound editing and stuff like that, press yeah. production design. You know, I think it has a high chance of winning those. Yeah, it will, it will, it will I think it will come Oscar. out with at least one, at least one Oscar, yeah, which is great. This is what protesting, this is what protesting does it helps shed light on an issue, and companies take notice and they act. You know, and I'm just happy about it. You know, long may go on. Now, the opposite of the Oscars is the Razzies. Oh, dear. Now, for those who don't know, there is something called the Razzie Awards. Now, where the Oscars celebrates the best of the best, the Razzies 
celebrates the worst of the worst. So Oscars awards good films, the Razzies awards terrible films. So on the same eve that the Oscar nominations came out, the Razzie no- nominations came out. And there are some films I actually I agree with a lot of films here. I mean, I haven't seen any of these, <laughs> uh, probably for a good reason. Exactly. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend at one point recommended we go see Holmes and Watson, and I was like, no, nope. <laughs> I, I I don't think so. Nope. Like you know, there are films that there are films that um, you know you would go see in a movie in the cinema. Then there are films that you could probably buy a DVD or buy them online. Yeah, you wait for home video. Then yeah. yeah, then there's those you now wait for home video. They, well, actually, then home video is the is even broken. That there are those you wait for on Sky, which comes well, out early. N- now, now yeah, it's different now. Now it's you wait for it to come on a streaming service. On a streaming service, yeah. but this is one that even if it's on, a, these are films that even these if are films you don't watch. You don't even watch <laughs> them. You know, you just don't even watch them. But, um, yeah. I mean, we have to mention them because it is the news, but, uh, I mean, what's there to talk about? These movies, they look terrible uh, from the get-go. I mean, Robin Hood. Any movie to do with Robin Hood now, I'm just like, yawn, like, not interested at all. Even if it had Taron Egerton, it had Jamie Foxx, two actors that I do really like. But not Robin Hood, no. Yeah, it was just it, so... And I saw the trade and I thought, this yeah, looks ridiculous. Was, this yeah. looks stupid. Exactly. It was it, so comical. This The same, everything, the whole slow motion, yeah, uh, jumping. Oh, it I was just... just no, nah, yeah. it wasn't for me. Yeah. And Holmes and Watson, that just looks like... like it's You're never going to get the Step Brothers. Yeah, it was... It's, it, it like, like, and I just think Step Brothers was such a unique film. And it was so good. And since then, like they've always tried to replicate that sort. Mm. Of st- and, and they just failed miserably. And this is another one I was like, pass. Yeah, it was like. a parody. I mean, had it been, in my opinion, had it been there was no Sh- um, Sherlock Holmes movie, then maybe it'd have been like, oh, they're trying to give us a, you know, a spoof of Sherlock Holmes. But where Robert Downey Jr. has given us two very good Sherlock Holmes movies, you can't just come in and pour yeah. milk and, and let's not forget Benedict Cumberbatch's Sherlock on BBC, exactly. like yeah, that, that's you know, insane. Like you know, you that. just don't come on. It was like a parody, you know, these parodies you find anyway. Yeah, but like I said, we have an Oscar special coming up um, week before the Oscars, towards the Oscars, and we will really get into all of these, and we would have seen them. So look out for that. So now we're going to get into our next section of the show, and that is going to be in this week's episode, a film review and the movie. We're going to be reviewing today is Glass. Glass. We are not meant to have this much power. (laughs) Finally, all of us together for the world to see what we are capable of. You need to get out of here. So, Glass. Glass. There's a lot lot to talk about in this movie, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so the way we're going to do this is, we're first of all, we're going to talk about things we liked about the movie. Yep. Then we're going to talk about things we didn't like about the movie. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to go to overall thoughts, and we'll finish off with a score out of 10. Yep. Okay? Agreed. So I'm going to start this one off mm-hmm. with things I liked about the movie. Yep. Um, there was a lot of things I liked about this movie. Mm. There was, that, you know, um, I went into this movie very wary about what's going to happen, because... As everyone saw, the critic reception was very, very divided. 
uh, more leaning towards the negative. Mm -hmm. So I thought, yep. oh dear, is this going to be another one of M Knight's, yeah. one of those, you know, that he just misses it. Um, so I was very skeptical. I, I I spoke to a couple of people who had, uh, well, not spoke to, communicated with some people, and literally half people loved it. The other half mm. thought it was a waste of time. So I thought, oh boy. Let, let's see what we go in there. Mm -hmm. So I went in there with a completely open mind. And by the end of the movie, yes, I had some problems with it. But there was more about the movie I liked than I disliked. Mm. Uh, so some of the things I really liked, I think the standout performance is James McAvoy. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like, I thought his performance in Split was fantastic. And in this one, he just takes it to a new level. Um, so his performance was really, really good. Um, I did like... How so? The first act of the movie, like the first sort of twenty minutes, I really, yep. really liked, yeah. and how it was building, and it, it was almost like an unbreakable part two. Yeah, the first act of the movie, and it was very fast, action paced, and then we get to that. Uh, so just bear in mind, we are we might go into some spoiler territory. Mm. Yeah. So if yeah. you haven't seen the movie yet, it's been out a week now, but if you haven't seen it, stop this and wait till we get to the next section. Just putting this out there now, we might go into some spoilers. So they have that big fight at the end of the thing. And then what I really like is that as soon as that sort of ends and they get to the hospital, yeah. it's a completely different movie. Yeah, It completely changes. And I really liked how M. Night did that, mm -hmm. that he went from a very sort of superhero-like action, fast-paced opener, and then to this more psychological thriller aspect and th understanding the psyche of these characters. Yeah. So that's what I really liked about the movie. I thought uh, Samuel Jackson, again, he was really, really good in this. Um, what else did I like about the movie? Uh, by the end of it, the end of the movie, I thought the resolution, I, I, I liked it. I thought it paid off in the end. Mm -hmm. um, there's, of course, it's an M. Night movie, so there's going to be a twist yep. at the end. Okay. Yep. There were multiple twisters yep. in this movie. Mm -hmm. I would say there's three big twists, and I, I liked two out of three. Out of the three twists. Two out of the three. Yeah. Uh, so, should I say what, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. what this are? So, I'm gonna, this is spoilers here, okay? So... The end of the movie, we find out that Kevin Wendell Crumb, which is played by James McAvoy, his father was on the same train as David Dunn, Bruce yeah. Willis's character. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, in a way, implying that Mr. Glass created Kevin Wendell Crumb, because if his father had come back, he might have been able to help him yeah. before the, the horde were invented, mm -hmm. sort of thing. So, I like that. I thought, ooh, you're, you're tying everything together. That's cool. Um... There was they, they were building this end scene that they were going to have this huge fight on this tower yeah. surrounded by people so Mr. Glass could sh show the world. Uh, but in the end, it was just a, a smaller fight scene mm -hmm. in the car park outside the hospital. And the twist was, was that that was the entire... That was the plan yeah. all along. Yeah. And it was, it was always a suicide mission. I liked that twist. Mm. Uh, it just goes again that Mr. Glass is one, head, one step ahead of everyone else. So yeah... Those were the main things I really liked about the movie. Uh, what was the twist you didn't like? The twist, well, I'll get into that now, into the next part for what I didn't like. But yeah, overall, those are the main things I liked about the movie. Mm. Uh, what about you? So what are the things that you liked about the movie? Yeah, I mean, I echo everything you said. The one thing, I, you, you know, you didn't mention, but that, that really caught my attention, it was a well-shot movie. Yeah. The, the cinematography, yeah, that's another was thing. Really the cinematography was great. Was really good, and um, yeah, it was well done. Um, the play on colors, you know, everything was. It was just a beautifully shot film. 
you know so that i really like but and everything you said was really nice the performances were good um i liked how it was a proper sequel and if you hadn't seen the other films a lot of things wouldn't make sense it's lit it's really a sequel you know s there are some films that are sequels in only in name the story doesn't follow on it's a film in itself but it's just what i call a universe film it's just another block in the universe there are films like that but this one was a proper sequel and i just liked um how he just the, he the reason he made this film was he needed to close on it he needed to he close. needed to end it he needed to close it there were no strings left you could just say okay this is the end whether you liked it or not and we'll get to that in the next section which is what we didn't like whether i like it or not but he tied it all together yeah and to me put a little bow on it at the end exactly yeah. and he said and that's I it my hands, i do I'm think done. i i do think like uh from judging from what i've seen is that the end of the movie is what is what will make you decide whether you like this movie or you don't mm, yes i think the i think some people will not like these twists at all and other people will like them mm -hmm. uh so out of the three twists yep. did how many did you like well I only like, to be honest, I liked the idea of some, but I liked the idea of them, but I didn't like how to execute it. Okay. So what, what I mean by that is I liked the idea of it being, we're expecting this big fight somewhere else, but it takes place somewhere else, but just in front of the park, it's like, it's a bit anticlimactic. So I think a lot of things were like that. You're expecting one big payoff and at the end of the day, it's just some, you know, so I didn't like that. The whole secret organization thing, I liked it, what they stood for, but the way they did it, it was like too... It reminded me of Get Out. Remember in Get Out where you had that scene where the black guy, they were downstairs mm -hmm. and the, the, all, the, all the guests were uh, talking. Then the black guy went upstairs and everybody just stopped. And there was just uneasy quietness about how they stopped and stayed listening. Mm -hmm. You get that feeling whenever the organization wants to meet. That whole everybody stops what they're doing and listens. So it was a bit spooky. But it's already been done and it looked like he just took from Pelly's book and put it in his film. So I didn't like that. And then the biggest dislike of the twist was I... So are we going into things we didn't like? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. We're talking to thi about things we didn't like. Um, the biggest twist I didn't like was... I didn't like how it ended. That whole the video, um, sharing the video, and just there, I just feel it was contrived. It was just put together. It it, it didn't flow for me. Hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. See, I I, I like that part mm -hmm. of it. Um, if we're gonna go into the things we didn't like, uh, yeah, I echo what you're saying. I I didn't like the twist about the whole secret organization. Mm. I, it didn't land for me. I, I I got what M Night was trying to do. It was just so there's this secret organization that tries to prevent people from being superheroes. Why? Good question. Yeah, um, they were just sort of thrown in there. If you had explained that a bit earlier on and, exactly. and made a point that, yes, there's this secret organization happening, you're like, ooh, okay. And then you could fill in a bit more blanks, but it was sort of th just thrown in there right at the end. I d it didn't ex the execution wasn't, wasn't done correctly at all mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. So that I didn't really like that. I thought it didn't pay off at all. Um, Another thing I, I didn't really like about the movie is that throughout, e even though, like I said, I like the twist that from the first act of the movie, it, it goes into a completely different movie. 
There were some parts when they're in the hospital I thought were slow. Mm. There were a couple of pacing issues mm. for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I was really looking forward to that scene where she's sort of interviewing all three of them. Mm -hmm. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I saw from the trailer, I thought, oh, that's going to be a, a, a nice, cool scene. And it was a really good scene, but it dragged on a bit for me. I yeah. thought, okay, come on. Like I can I can see we're building to something, but can we move move, move a yeah. bit things a bit quicker now? Uh, so I did have some pacing issues. Another thing, uh, and I don't necessarily think it was his fault. I just don't think he was given as much to do and as I was hoping for. Mm. Is David Dunn, Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis, yeah. I, d I I thought his performance was good. Yeah. But I don't think he gave him uh, M Night gave him as much Most screen to time screen to time as the other two. Uh, and I'm just gonna. I'm going to subvert everybody's expectations. Now, the title is Glass. Mm -hmm. Now, by the end of this movie, yes, you could say it, it was all down to him and he concluded and finished the story. But really, this is more of a James McAvoy movie yeah. than Samuel Jackson. Yeah. It's like half of the movie, Samuel Jackson, Mr. Glass, is in a catatonic state. Yeah. Where he's not saying anything. He's mm -hmm. not doing anything. Even though we find out behind the scenes that he's been playing everybody the entire time. Uh. But that was kind of disappointing for me. Mm -hmm. By the end, it pays off because it was his plan all along. But I kind of wanted a bit more glass. I wanted a bit more Mr. Glass. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of thing I didn't like. I think this movie, in a way, is almost misleading. But that's that's that is M Night for you. That's yeah. what he does. So yeah. I, I I feel I'm you know I think I heard I'm not sure this is true, but I heard it and I kind of believe it. I heard he funded this movie himself. He didn't fund it all, but he... Uh, he produced it. He, he did fund some of it. Right. He, so does, he does do a lot of funding of his own movies. Now, that, that's another thing. I don't think the production value in this movie was as good as Unbreakable. Mm. And I looked at the budget of these movies. Uh, so Unbreakable was... I think it was 40 million. Split was 9 million. Wow. Okay. Uh, and glass was twenty million. Wow, twenty million. Twenty million. Shoot that. Just three that's, th that's the budget of the movie. Three, four locations. Anyway. Well, there wasn't many locations. There's not many actors. Another thing I did I disliked about the movie. Uh, I wasn't too keen on the doctor, Ellie Staple. Mm, I think she did a good job. I, in my I th opinion, I think I thought her. Perf I don't think again. It is not necessarily her fault. I think some of the l dialogue she was given didn't quite land with me. I, I think, yeah. Uh, I, I thought she was just sort of thrown in there at yeah. times. Um, I really thought another wasted character was the girl from Split. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Yeah. Like I get she was meant to be there as an anchor for Kevin Wendell Crumb, mm -hmm. but she really didn't give her a lot to do. She, yeah. It was just sort of like, just put her in there because it connects the whole thing. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that one. She wasn't, I think, at, I, at some point, I thought she she was gonna get the powers of david and we're gonna now see the 12 people manifesting through her that would have been interesting i thought that was where they were going mm -hmm. but it just ended so yeah but uh, well i mean it is what it is it's it, 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 you see a director trying to tie up a story trying to tie up all loose ends there's definitely not going to be a sequel it's oh no this is a conclusion it, it's yeah. a conclusion yeah. so and it's officially now called the east rail 177 trilogy yeah, yeah, that's the train. That's yeah. <laughs> well, so it is what it is. So, um, so I, I mean, kudos to him. Yeah, ha, I, you know, I liked it. So let's give it a score. Yeah, 
so yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, overall thoughts, I did really like the movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, like you said, you know how you base movies, whether to go to see them in the cinema yep. and stuff like that. Um, when it comes to me watching movies, again, rewatchability, um, if I buy the movie on Blu-ray mm-hmm. or if I pre-order it, yep. that means I enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. And even if it even if it doesn't fit into like a collection or something like that, it, I'll only buy it if I enjoyed the movie and mm-hmm. I pre-ordered Glass. Okay. So I want to watch it again. I think I may go see it again in the cinema. I think it does need a second viewing just to get everything in. Do you know what I mean? Like, because there was a lot thrown at you, especially towards the end. Mm. So I just, just in case I missed anything. Uh, but overall, some slow moments. Needed some more screen time for David Dunn and Mr. Glass. Uh, didn't like the. The, the twist at the end that involved the corporation, mm-hmm. like the other two twists, mm-hmm. but yes. So if you were to score, uh, not score, but rate the, the three trilogies in terms of overall performance, how would you do that? How yeah. would you place it? Number one is Unbreakable. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. And then I'd have to see it again, Glass. But right now, I'd put Glass number two and Split number three. Okay. I'd have Unbreakable one, then Split two, then Glass three. You know, Split was, you know, good. Was really good. Yeah, it was a good movie. I I enjoyed it. I I think I enjoyed that movie more when I found out that it was part of the Unbreakable universe. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because of that end scene at the end. And then it paid off for me. Because with that movie, I thought it was really, oh, he's 23 different personalities, going to be this really thriller sort of thing. And I was really enjoying it. And then he started climbing on walls, and I was like, oh, come on. What are you doing? What, what are you doing? What are you doing? This is just getting crazy. He's climbing on walls. He's a beast. He's bent. I was like, what? But then they okay. showed that it it ties to the Unbreakable universe. I then thought, okay, well, that makes sense. <laughs> like, and then I, because I lost it when yeah. I saw that credit scene, because, post-credits. Because Split I- in itself, it's a movie. You remember what I said? There are films that are universe movies and there are films that are actual sequels. So Split is a universe film. What I define a universe film is a film that takes place in, in the universe. In, in the universe. But you don't, you don't really know and yeah, until the end. Until yeah. the end. And Nobody it, knew. Not, only M. Night knew. It's, yeah, it's not a continuation. It's, sorry, it's not a continuation of a story. Yeah. It's just something that takes place in this universe. Sort of like how all the Marvel movies are you know for different characters they are stories in the universe but a sequel is like infinity wars part two you have to have seen yeah. part one to understand part mm. two but yeah so what's your score for this film uh so i've been i have been thinking about it quite a lot uh but overall i really liked it more good than bad with some problems so i'm gonna give it a 7.5 out of 10 okay that's good 7.5 and see it in the cinema. Is that your recommendation? Yeah. I okay. think I think definitely go see it in the cinema. I think it's got some really, it's got, like you said, it's got really, really good cinematography, mm-hmm. which is like when they do the upside down effect, yeah. you know, that's mm-hmm. a very typical M. Night move. You, w- mm-hmm. you were, we were waiting for that. You're like, is it going to be? Ha-? And yeah. then it, it does it. Um, so yeah, it's definitely worth seeing in the cinema. I'm going to go see it again in the cinema. Mm. I'll score, uh, I'll score Glass. I'll give it a seven. Seven. At seven. It's a very good film. It's a good story. Yeah, there are some parts I didn't like, you know. But is there ever a film you're gonna like? Well, there are. But are there there are very few films where you're gonna like everything. Oh yeah, of course. So that's just the nature of filmmaking. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a, a, a seven, which is really really good, you know. 
and it's one it's one for the cinema for me you should go watch it in the cinema yeah yeah cool so we're now that that's done we're going to go into our final section of this week's show and that is going to be what's coming next week and what we also recommend watching whether that be some films tv shows or whatever so here we go gentlemen you have my curiosity but now you have my attention right so um, this week, uh, well, I started watching. Um, I'm 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 a, bit, I'm a bit late because it came out a couple of days ago, but I've started watching The Punisher. Okay, yeah. So I'm watching that this week, and someone. Well, this is an old. How many episodes have you watched so far? Um, I just finished the first episode. So okay, you're only on one episode. Just I've seen the first five. Yeah. Yeah. So looking forward to that. That's what I'll be watching today. Um, someone told me to watch The Handmaid's Tale. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, um, my girlfriend has watched that and she loves it. She thinks it's great. Yep. So, so yeah, I, I've been meaning to watch it as well at some point. So I'm going to dig into that. Um, <laughs> this is a bit a funny one, but I started this cartoon on Netflix called Paradise PD. It's, it's just hilarious funny, so I'm watching that as well. But mm. it's old. It's an old one. What about you? Uh, well, very much like you. I've been watching The Punisher. I watched the first five episodes um i mean we'll probably go in a bit more in-depth review next week on the punisher yeah by then i would imagine we've both finished it yeah i'm definitely going to try and finish it in the next couple of days yeah. uh but overall so far it's good it is really good mm. i love john bertha as a punisher uh it doesn't go quite as deep as season one mm -hmm. and the the issues they tackle uh it's not quite executed as well as season one however i'm only five episodes in so Got quite a few more episodes to yeah. go, so we'll see how that in is. Middle act. Um, other than that, um, I've been also watching Gotham. Okay. Final season. Okay. Once again, it's 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 a weird show. It's it's a weird take on Gotham and and the characters, but we are getting a bit more Batman things coming through, and uh, you know, characters are dying left, right, and center. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, there was an introduction of Bane. Okay. And he looks awful. Was he Bane as Bane or it, an origin of Bane? Well, it's it's the Gotham version of Bane and I don't really like the way he looks. He looks <laughs> kind of cheap. Yeah. He look, looks, looks nothing like the Christopher Nolan Bane. Um, but other than that, no, I don't think I've been watching much as of recently apart from those two things. Mm. Uh, what I will be watching next week in the cinema though is, I mean, I'm a sucker for animation, especially, especially good animation stories like good storytelling mm -hmm. uh, and I've always thought the how to train your dragon movies mm. are uh, pleasant to watch you know yeah, you fun. walk out of the cinema and you feel good about yourself because yeah. you watched a really heartfelt story yeah uh, so the third one is coming out next week called The Hidden World mm. uh, trailers look great it's done by the director and the writer of the first two mm. and I love the first two so yeah I'm going to be seeing that in the cinema oh, next that's week that's sweet that's sweet coming back to something you said about um Gotham. I we we've both seen the t Titans, Titans on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of um, a story about the, the sub characters of the main characters. So we have Rob, the, the sidekicks. Yeah, the sidekick story. So we have Robin. We have um, Starfire, Starfire, Raven, have and Beast Raven. Boy. Yeah, yeah. You know, my favorite episode was the one where he Robin went back to Gotham, and we had Batman 
Just, I spoilers, think spoilers, oh. spoilers. Yeah, sorry about spoilers. that, people. This, yeah, okay, okay. Well, have you seen it all? I've seen it all. You've yes. seen it all. Yeah. Right, I've seen it all. So we've got time. So we're, we're going to talk about Titans for a bit. That, yeah. yeah, I this I would say this is a recommendation for me. Yeah. So just to let everybody know, we will go into spoilers. Mm-hmm. Spoilers and Titans. So go ahead. It was really good. I liked that episode. That was so. That was my favorite episode. Just seeing Batman. Be, and you wonder because you know when you read the comics, you get a feeling, but crooks are really scared of batman he puts fear in the heart of the of the dark of the of, of, of the criminals and but to an extent you don't see that anywhere but in this film you actually see what batman can really do he just went south he just went crazy killing everybody that was such a cool that's the last episode. we're talking about the last the episode. last so episode, we're gonna skip yeah. over to the last episode uh because i really didn't like that last you didn't episode. i didn't I did not. Well, the thing is, until the end, when you realize that it's all a dream, yeah. really, uh-huh. and, it, and then he's been taken over by what was it, the father of yeah. Rachel, mm-hmm. um, then I thought, okay, it's just a dream. But the entire time, I was like, Batman wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. Like, this, this, that, that is not Batman. Batman does not, like, yeah, he gets to breaking point sometimes, but he doesn't do that. Mm. He doesn't go like he. First of all, he wouldn't kill the Joker because he's like the only reason Batman still does what he does is because he believes that their ca- people can change and be good. Okay, mm-hmm. and he even though he's completely insane, he still there's a still part a small part of Batman that believes the Joker could turn around. Mm. Okay, so he wouldn't kill the Joker. He wouldn't go into Arkham Asylum kill all the villains, <laughs> let alone kill all the police officers as well. Why? <laughs> It was just, it was just, I thought it was just senseless violence for the sake of senseless violence. Uh, Okay. So it did not land with me at all until you realize it's a dream. And I thought, whatever. But the main problem I had with this series was that fact that the, the, the main story arc is not followed through throughout this series. How so? Well, you keep the the, the funny thing is that my favorite episodes of this season, this series were episodes not related to the main story so like my favorite episode of the whole of the whole season was uh, the robin episode okay where he's with um jason todd jason todd yeah yeah as as he's the new robin and then you know that back and forth i thought was great there was you know he saw the batmobile mm-hmm. and, and things like that but it didn't it wasn't it wasn't at all related to the main story and then the main story is related around is related around rachel and her powers mm-hmm. and her bringing her father back and all that there was a lot of questions. I thought for the for the for the last episode, why you left a big question mark in the sense of, well, I don't really understand what's happening, because like if the that Batman episode, if you had done that the episode before the last episode, it would have worked much better. I think. I don't think that's a. I think that was a mistake to have that as the finale. Mm. Well, uh, I, I think th- it's yeah. just explaining how I don't, we, uh, we can't remember his name. How he um, how he possesses his victims yeah. is he takes them to a, into a vis- into a trance, and he gives them the choice between good and evil. Yeah, and if they select evil, he c- possesses them. Yeah. like Robin's selected to kill Batman rather than go home and have a normal life. You know, so that's basically what he's done, and they alluded to it with um, the Tiger Boy that he said you'll have a lifetime to make a choice I, I you know i just think he was what he was doing was just taking things to the extreme 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 so 
one side we have in robin's life we have him having the best life ever with the girl he loves with the kid all the girl he was trying to save is now normal and in college with a boyfriend everything was normal and perfect everything everything's happy everything is happy then you go to the extreme dark side with batman now killing people he just after commissioner gordon died joker kills gordon he just flips and he is going on a killing rampage and that's the ex- other extreme and the weird guy he gives you that choice to show what you would actually do good or evil and i just think he, i don't think it really resolves the titans though mm. and their storylines mm. do you know what i mean it's just sort of ended like we got n- none of the other characters uh, for the last episode mm-hmm. they were just left outside the house is that it yeah well. like I, I just i don't know it like look i, I like i like this season I think it's a very good step. I think it's just at the minute just struggling to find its feet, if you mm. know what I mean. Yeah. I hope it gets resolved in season two, and they just like bam, bam, bam. Let's go with this main storyline. Uh, but, but there were times like I thought some of the the violence mm. was violence for the sake for of the violence. Sake of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was woven into the story as well. I thought it was there at DC's attempt at trying to do something like Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Which, in some sense, they, they they succeed, and in a lot of sense, they don't. Mm. They mm. just sort they don't get as deep and complex as Daredevil in that sense. Mm. Uh, and I think it's a lot of it is more based on visual violence and stuff like that, uh, and the, and and bad language as well. I think there's a lot of bad language that doesn't need to be there. Do you know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know if it's going to be renewed? It has been renewed for season two. Oh, brilliant! I like so it. So I know that's the thing, though. It, it it still had enough in there that I liked enough to watch the season two, and I'm really looking forward to see what they do because mm. I do like the characters. I think mm. they were, I love the Doom Patrol episode. We're getting a Doom <laughs> Patrol series. Yeah, I heard of that. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So it has spawned other things. I liked Ho- uh, Hawk and Dove. Yeah. You know, and I, I do like all the characters. I didn't. I didn't get why they went into the Hawk and Dove's origin story, dude. Did they oh yeah, they had an Hawk and Dove origin. Yeah, because yeah. like I think they're building a, a universe, a big DC universe hmm. on TV. Yeah, okay. uh, but yeah, I I liked it and I liked it enough to watch a season two, but I still had some problems with it. So mm. we'll, we'll see what season two brings. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so yeah. I think that's about all we can have for today. Um, any final thoughts, Jake? Uh, um, no, I think that's pretty much it for me. How's the year started? Any d- no, the year has started where we thought it would be. The good movies are good. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of s- slow start. Mm-hmm. Slow yeah. start. Um, uh, I mean, the only proper movie, like the big movie we've only seen, and I was Glass. Glass, yeah. Uh, I liked it, like I, like I said, but in some sense, I was kind of disappointed. I yeah. thought it could have been. I think it could have been better, but yeah, we'll see. Well, whatever. But we we've got a whole year of yeah, movies and TV shows to come out, so it's we'll see. Um, it's it's coming. It's you know the year is going the way we thought. We thought the good movies would be good, and you know no disappointments yet. So long may that continue. What struck me about our um, Oscar nom- Oscar nominated list is when last year when we were talking about our favorite films, we almost every single film there we loved are in the oscar nominations so we must know something (laughs) all right people that's all for today and we will see you next week until then keep watching films keep watching films and remember to uh like share follow all that good stuff and we really appreciate you guys listening on so see you next week